Hello. Welcome to the Anne Levine Show, starring Michael over there. Hello. You are listening to NXS. And this song is called Jan's Song. Oh, yeah. How funny. I hope that's making some of you tingly. I know, I know a couple of Jans. Yep. Well, this is Jan of Jan and Jan. Oh, right, yeah. So, that's a specific right there. Well, that's kind of, yeah, actually, that's kind of who I meant. So We had quite a day anyway. today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The uh, British invasion. Right. We had um, House Full of Brits and... Uh, a smorgasbord. It's not That's a right. smorgasbord. It's it should be. It's a charcuterie board. Yeah. But it's uh, I don't. How do we describe it? Well, it, it's more than a charcuterie board, which is mostly just meat and cheese and maybe some olives, right? But there was fruit and nuts and Chocolate. crackers and. Chocolate pretzels and different types of, I mean, a bunch of different types of cheese. And then sauces. There was like pepper jelly. Yeah. And mustard. Could could not believe it. It is so Pickles. I'm going to use the picture uh, on the website for the show. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. Done, of course, by Lauren. If anyone out there is interested in having... Someone throw an amazing party, plan an amazing wedding, or just make the most stunning charcuterie board you've ever seen. Let me know. Let me know. Levine Radio. We know someone. We know someone. Yeah. Levine Radio at gmail.com. And we got that guy. That's right. He knows all about it. That's right. Sure does. Uh, yeah, it was a project that would have taken me. How long do you think? Oh, I don't know. I, it would have taken a while, but you know what? I'm I'm sorry. I'm not sure either one of us, as talented as we are, would have made it look the way that it did. It was. It's pretty stunning. Well. Let's you know, say how long super fancy. How long would it have taken either one of us um, to make it look like that? No. Okay. To make a charcuterie board with that kind of It would have taken at least an hour, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. This took what, ten minutes? Yeah, probably. She just flew. Yeah. Through it, it was like. But she knows what she's doing, I guess. You know. So oh my God! That's how that it was works. Just amazing. Something for everyone. There was hummus. Yep. There were vegetables. That's that right. It, yeah. it was. It was quite the thing. It was really quite the thing. Yeah. There was a prosciutto and mm, pepperoni. Right. And then there's all that stuff. Different salamis and. Tons of cheeses. Brie and couple types of cheddar and some pepper jack and well from now on man from now on some borsan right in the middle which is i love that there was a borsan i didn't even notice oh yeah there was so much grapes 
There yeah. was so Little much microscopic tomatoes. They oh. were so small and so delicious. Little cherry tomatoes. Yeah. I could have just had a plate of those. Yeah, me too. But anyway, um, so that was amazing. Yeah, and I think and we're describing about two thirds of it. I think we're missing. A oh bunch yeah, of stuff, did we say artichokes? No, artichoke we hearts? hadn't said that yet. Okay, yeah. so from now on, um, that's it. Yeah, I was so impressed. It was, I mean, it's just amazing. I, it's very difficult for me to throw parties anymore. Um, it's not easy for you either. No. And this no. was just like, she came over, and 20 minutes later, this gorgeous thing was on the dining room table. And we put out, you know, eight plates and some napkins. Right. Voila. And, and, uh, and our guests brought some wine. Yeah. It's so going to be. Go. Yeah, from now on, parties at our house are going to be creations by Lauren. Okay, yeah, I'm with you on that. And, you know, like if we were doing a big party, I might add a cake or something. Oh, I can make a cake. Pot of coffee and um, BYOB. Have we talked about the ginger cookies I made? Did we talk about uh, them last week? Michael made yeah. ginger cookies and ginger molasses, molasses ginger I cookies. I am yeah. having the most tremendous frustration because they're almost gone. Yeah. And I ended up having two on Sunday night because. That's what that's what I ended up having. And, and absolutely uh, sugar free, no sugar at all. But that so. well, but carbs. And yeah. then I woke up and my sugar was bottoming out, so I had one. Yeah, you might as well have. So one. I annihilated three of them. Yeah. In like a twelve-hour period, and I don't know what's left, but I know it's not enough. Yeah. Well, I'll have to make more. Yeah. Yeah. I got the stuff to make more. Oh. So that's always good. All right. Well, there you go. So, yeah, Michael's back to baking a little. A little bit. It's great. Yeah. It's great. And then now I have to make some knishes again because the other day I said I've made you knishes several times and you're like, you never made me knishes. And I'm like, yes, I have. So I'm going to have to do it just to show you. Okay. So that's okay. how that's going to work. Uh, and then, of course, you're going to say, oh, you haven't made it Bialis before either, have you? And and I'll have to make some more of those. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, I, I think I figured your plan out. You're well, going to say, I haven't made that before, and I'm going to be like, oh, yes, I have. I'll show you. I remember the Bialis. So what kind of stories do you have Oh, well I wanted to tell you I wanted to tell you this one. This is uh this is a and first it starts with a question. I have two questions that I want to ask sometime during the show today. And this is the first question. Are you ready? I am. How many moons does the earth have? 
Oh, dear. How many moons does the Earth have? Yeah. How many times? Uh, I don't know, Michael. I mean, you know. Well, come on. Make a guess. Um, well, I'm assuming it's not one. Otherwise, you uh, would. That's right. It is not You would one. not be asking me this question. Correct. My guess is eight. And it's, what is it, 149? No, no. The answer would uh, technically would be zero. Oh. And I shall explain it to you in this way. <laughs> a planet. In order to be a planet, you are a celestial body that is in orbit around the sun. Number one. Okay. Number two, it has sufficient mass for its self-gravity to overcome rigid body forces so that it assumes a nearly round shape. Number two. Okay. And three, has cleared the neighborhood around its orbit. Meaning there no is clue what nothing, that means. there is no other, there's nothing in its orbit. There's not a meteor, you know, a patch of meteors or anything in its orbit around the sun or around the earth. So our problem is that we've got Mir up there and a bunch of crap, right? Orbiting? Well, no, 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 no. Why do we have zero? Because according to all of these definitions, the moon is technically a planet. Oh. Uh, and we are technically a binary planet system where so the earth like revolves around the moon and the moon revolves around the earth and we both revolve around the sun. But uh, using the technical definition of a planet, Pluto is one. I mean, uh, the moon is one, and it is not a dwarf planet because the difference between a dwarf planet and a regular planet and why Pluto was demoted is because it hasn't cleared the path around its orbit. There's still, you know, there's other stuff in its orbit. Okay, Michael DeCrasse so, Tyson, where do you find this stuff? Well, I find it all over the place. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All over the place. Yeah, watching TV, though, a lot of it. Oh. Yeah, I learned, uh, learned a lot of it from for. Stephen Fry. You're kidding. He says some interesting oh, stuff, right. yeah. He does, it like, a question. He's What's got a, it called? There's a television show called QI that I watch a lot on YouTube, and uh, which is, you know, has been around for a long time, and it asks a lot of these questions, and... Of course, almost all of the questions have some kind of a trick answer. Right. Right. So, yeah. Well, there was one of those ones. Um, when has a pencil done the most harm to a child? Yes, exactly. When has a pencil done the most harm? Yeah. And uh, even though I knew this, I mean, I had heard this before. I was not expecting it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it was the just say no. Right, the don't do or don't, drugs. Don't or, use drugs. Yeah, don't use drugs. 
do not use drugs or something. They had it on pencils. Yeah. And so when you'd shave them down, when you'd sharpen them. They'd all end up saying, use drugs. Yeah, use drugs. Yep. Or it's not cool to use drugs. Right. And then when the so it's then it not was, is gone, then it's cool, then it's to, cool use, to use drugs. Yeah. And then and finally. Use drugs. Yeah. So that was a whole. That kind of thing. And that's a, a those are very funny to me. And I love those kind of weird, yep. weird facts. I have another one from the same place. What? And it is really, it is really to me, I may have mentioned it to you before, but to me, it is really very interesting. What's that? Um, there's no such thing as a fish. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because none of them are the same, and they're all dinosaurs. or so, I don't know. Well, if you go back evolutionarily, you're not going to find like a single ancestor for fish you might find a single answer uh, ancestor for a certain group or a certain type of fish but um a salmon uh may be more related to a badger than it is to a cod all right see it. because it is a diverse group that happened to evolve separately so all fish are nowhere near the same. And in fact, some people argue that if all fish belong to the same family, then humans are also fish. Because the thing we all have in common is a backbone. Oy. So, I don't know. I, so, I think al you also, know. also a very true thing. And to believe it or not, I can't, I can't recall the guy's name. But there is a guy who won a Nobel Prize for proving there's no such thing as a fish. Well, that was money and time well spent. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. It's a, you know it's it's a very interesting thing. There are so many roots that fish went to become fish. Only one thing I want to know is a fish meat. Orn Parve. Oh, you know what? Well, yeah, you're going to have to take a look at the Talmud or something, yeah. right? I mean, it's got to be in there, argued in there about a million times. It's not It's not going to be um, yeah. argued. No? Oh, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. All right, well, now, maybe. I know that a lot of you have been asking for Jan. That is true. I've heard them. And I have to tell you that I've got more Jan than I know what to do with. More Jan than you can shake a stick at. That's so right. I'm going to say to Michael... And I have a stick. ...that right I... No, I'm going to say to you truly, when the point comes when you feel like I should stop, uh -huh. like I've overjammed. Oh, all right, yeah. Please just tell me. Okay, all right. Now, uh, can I do one, another thing before we start with yeah, the whole sure. jam thing? Because it, 
It's going to get out of control. What? I just want to point out that you are wearing my shirt. So that's all. Uh, thank so, you. Yeah. And it does look really good on you. Thank you. It does, however, also look really good on me. So just let, right. you know, um, so you know. I'm, I made a mistake, and I got Michael a shirt that I'm in love with. That you, yeah, that you really love. And in fact, this morning, I asked a friend of mine who is here, which shirt should I wear? And she said, oh, this one, pointing at this rugby shirt. Mm -hmm. No question. And so I said, where's your shirt? Can I have it, please? And um, thank you for letting me wear it. Yeah. It was and, in a dryer. Just yeah. dried. Well, you know, I... Um, so that's perfect, see? It's ready, ready to wear. Well, we have a new problem coming. Which be, it may not be a problem, but it's stupid. Mm -hmm. So I found two polo rugby shirts that are navy and white. I see. Okay, the yeah. The classic, fantastic. Okay, yeah. And I, like I decided. A, yeah, I like a rugby shirt. I love rugby shirts. And I decided I'm going to get one. Oh, okay, yep. Which I did. Good for you. And then I forgot. So I got another one. Aha. Uh -huh. And so we have two arriving. I see. And we're going to have to have a rugby shirt summit. Mm-hmm. Because. It, is it, it sounds like we're going to need. Well, are we going to, are we going to be able to share? Or an intervention Like, will you let me yeah. wear this uh, with any frequency? Or do I have to get another one? Or in the case of the blue and white ones that are coming, mm -hmm. do we send one back? Oh, do yeah. Do we each so, keep one? Well, I gotta look, you got to look at them. They're the same. Well, you, no, they're not. Yeah, they are. Like, so the same. That's a very silly thing to say. Did they come from two different places? No. Okay. okay. Are they brand new? Yeah. Well, we'll talk. To be okay. discussed. Well, they may not be the same as well. Anyway, so my question is, do I get another orange and white? That's really the bottom line I see. question. I see. Yeah. Um, well, yes. uh, I would hazard uh, to say yeah. That would be, yeah. Because you you're going to, you want this. I love that shirt. I know. Yeah. I know. Thank you for letting me wear it. All right, look. I spoke. I spoke to Jan. <clears throat> yes, you did. And um, I said to her, we hadn't talked in quite a while. It was a little Rosh Hashanah catch-up. We hadn't talked for a few months, actually. And we finally... And you had trouble getting hold of her. Right, at one point. Yeah. She does this thing that drives me bananas. She lets her voicemail fill, and she just leaves it like that. Yeah. So you can't leave a message. So annoying. And all you can do is keep calling 
And she knows you're calling, right? Oh, yeah. Because she's seeing caller ID. That's right. And she screens her calls. We already know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually what happens is I call. It rings a few times. Then I get the, I'm sorry, this mailbox is full. Um, and hang up. Right. Then yeah. five Two, minutes later, yeah, minutes later she calls me. Yeah. And with a reason. She said, Oh, I was vacuuming or something, you know, there's some reason. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, of course there is. So I said to her, you know, I wish you could come and visit me. I really would love it. You and I could hang out. I can already think of what we would do, which is mainly shop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she said, the Cape is a great place. We loved being here. Now, they were here. The Jans were here. I'm going to say 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. Vastly different experience now, I would think. But here's the question that she has had ever since then and she asks me ah, that okay she asks me this every time i speak to her okay she says i wonder if you could tell me your mother arranged for a b and b for us to stay in cuz you had too much company already and we stayed there it was charming it was nice But I'm very curious. It was run by two women. Uh Uh-huh. Two women ran this B&B. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering, where were the husbands? Oh, yeah. Where were they? Were they husbands? Okay, now, I know 100%. The question that's being asked is, were those lesbians that ran that B&B? Right, of course. And this has been bothering her for 30 30, years. That is crazy. But yeah, okay. Now, I have no memory whatsoever of which B&B they were in. And if I did remember... I would have no idea. Like who the proprietors were or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or I right. mean, if I did remember two women, would I know they, you know, they were a couple or not? That This is so far away from anything I could hold on to for those decades. Um, and so I torture her by saying... I have no idea. Uh-huh. I don't know who those women were. I mean, I'm not saying anything untrue, mm-hmm. but she is terrified of saying the word lesbian. She wants to know if they're lesbians. Right. Which is something that I don't know, okay? But she wants to lead me into Penn Station. Uh-huh. Lead us not into Penn Station. That's right. Um, 
but deliver us from Moynihan. <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. I'm coming up with new prayers just thinking of Jan. Anyway, um, I just, I refuse to go there. Yeah, yeah, well. I won't say the words. I won't talk about it. I won't say, oh, I don't know, maybe. Maybe they're lesbians. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were married. Maybe they're maybe girlfriends. Maybe their husbands are in the military. I'm not saying a freaking word. I just keep saying, oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Which is the truth, but I will not get into it with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't blame you. So, you know, she was talking about coming to the Cape, and then we went had to go through that whole thing. All right, so here's what's wrong okay. with coconut, what's it called, palms or something? Something like that, yeah. So I said, you should come here. She said, yeah, I, I wish that was possible. But what can I tell you? What? I went to the doctor yesterday. My daughter drove. And she had to drive again to take Jan to the doctor. Oh, yeah. And it's a horrible, horrible situation. And I said, tell me what's so horrible. Yeah. Because we have no car. (laughs) We, We can't get around. We're stuck in the house all the time. Oh, waiting for their daughter or something? And I'm not one to mingle with the people here. Oh, yeah. Okay? (laughs) It's a 55 and over community, and I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood to meet these people. (laughs) I don't want to be with them. Oh, my God. Why did they move there? So you can't just walk around. Because I can't walk that good. Oh, yeah. Jan's not that good either. Yeah. So I say, um, well, what if you got a car? I mean, they just moved down there, what, a year ago? Mm-hmm. From flushing, okay? Right. Driving around Queens, driving around any borough of New York, it, it's not... It's not an easy pick. No, it's going to turn you into a veteran driver real quick. Exactly. Yeah. And thank you. I'm proud to say that. Yeah. So I say, why don't you get a car? Everything is too far. (laughs) Okay. And it's too dangerous here. Oh. A lot of accidents. And the doctors are so far away. We wouldn't even know how to get there. It's not good. (laughs) So we sold the car, and Uh, then everything changed. Yeah. (laughs) We are not independent any longer. It's a horrible horror. I don't wish it on anyone. And it's not what we expect. Well, I I do feel bad that they don't. They can't get out and get out, you know, whenever they want to. But well, you do realize I bet they've got a van or some kind of thing at this place that'll haul them around to different 
places. They do. Yeah. I don't want to ride with those oh, people. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because of course that's one of the things. That is one. Of, yeah, I forgot. That I was one asked of the her. Yeah. And I said, "Is there somewhere you could move that would be more convenient? Maybe there somewhere like closer to the doctors." Sounds like a very good question. Not as dangerous. She oh. says, no, because this is safer. It's safer. You need a pass to get in and a pass to get out. So, oh, I see. So for the way we are now, instead of buying a house that anyone can just break into, this one, you have a pass. Right. So anyway, Where only I realized, your neighbors can break into your house. That's I realize that, you know, that's the oh, and she's talking about if I've seen all the ring videos oh, where yeah. they're stealing mm-hmm. uh, packages on the porch and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I see a lot. I've seen a lot of those. Well, one of the things I gotta say that absolutely got me Mm -hmm. um and there's a lot in this conversation well you know we 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 uh we can oh yeah now we'll break it up yeah but she keeps talking about all the stuff that's missing oh okay from the move what's missing from the move everything oh no everything from our brand new move I had a kitchen rug that I bought to stand on. It's gone. We're, oh, no. It was almost $50. Oh, man. I had glue. What happened to her? I had oh. an electric glue thing. It's uh, a glue what? gun. Yeah. Gone. Oh, man. Well, she can borrow mine if she needs it. I have, I, I have one. We I know right where it is. We should send one. We should send one as a Rosh Hashanah present. Oh, there you go. Okay, we can do that. And I wrote everything down. The whole list. The whole list. They have a teddy bear. Uh-huh. That my son bought me for Hanukkah. Oh. Um, then she had... A 12-inch by 24-inch television. What the hell is that? Gone? Gone. But what is that? A 12 by 24? Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like a weird little flat screen thing. Right. But here was... Yeah, probably. Here was the thing. But the clothes. I could tie all of my sweatshirts. All of them, including I had one from Disney World and a Mickey Mouse from Disneyland. Oh, man. Meanwhile, Jan has his. Where's mine? (laughs) I know. And she was going off about... Where where um, is it? I don't know. And I mean, (laughs) all I want to do is write down a list. Yeah. And send her all of this this thing. 
That the other right. thing. Jen has his. I know. Where's mine? Someone took it. That's so funny. Her her two Disney sweatshirts. She's, Which she's is so not. I mean, whenever I talk to her about fashion. Which is every time we speak, mm-hmm. right? We get into the... Disney doesn't seem to come up as a, as a main designer for her, does it? You know what you need to look up, people? Danang.com. Da-nang.com. Okay. You won't believe it. And this is where a lot of Jan's clothes came from. I see. And so... I was in Puerto Vallarta. Basically, she speaks about Puerto Vallarta so much that you would think it was a second home. But they went there on vacation. Sounds like she really wants to go back and stay. It's too hot now. Uh, Have you heard of global warming? Yeah, you can't. There's nowhere, you know, or anything. Yeah, yeah. I I understand. Um, but she said, <laughs> I had a, my son-in-law, I could kill him. I had to be nice because he was helping us. I had a bin in the kitchen with supplies and snacks. I had supplies and snacks. <laughs> I had silicon baking trays. Where are they? Gone. It 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 was killer. So anyway, um, Jan's polo shirts are all gone, but he's lost weight, so she doesn't even know what size he is anymore. Oh my god! And of course, there's the whole thing with the bed. Um, she. She can't stand their bed because it's not platform. And so she says, every time I move, he falls out of the bed. Then he gets back on, I fall out of the bed. (laughs) And she describes that this is what's going on all freaking night. I see. So, um, anyway... Puerto Vallarta, I wore the Da Nang. One time I got there and I had forgotten to take the price tag off my jeans. Oh, no. Do you know how much they were? (laughs) $200. Oh, my God. And I had the price tag on in Puerto Vallarta. I thought I would die. Um. (laughs) So, of course, she wants me to find out what kind they were, and of of course I did. Um, They were NYDJ, which Ah, back in the day did cost quite a bit. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, they're not cheap now, Uh but they're not 200 bucks, I I don't think. Um, So, like that... Just like that. Like that. All her Betsy Johnson stuff. Her broom. I had a, a $29 broom. <laughs> um, that's missing. I don't know. It seems like she 
sits around and makes lists of things that are missing. Yes. Well. So I, I feel, I really feel for her because what a situation to be in. It's terrible when you well, lose your yeah, independence. Where's all your stuff, too? You know. Yeah, you know. Hey, right. None of it's right. Yeah. So, um, so the Jan show was, as usual, amazing. Yeah. It was an amazing conversation. Um, there's something I'm trying to remember, but it's not working. It's not no. No. All right. All right. So anyway, people. I watched Golda. We we watched it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched quite a bit of it. And I really was prepared to hate it. Mm-hmm. And I had said I will not go to a movie theater to watch this. But right. of course, ta da, it's on TV. And I really thought that Helen Mirren did a good job. She did a very good job. Me too. And the, by the movie, however... Mm. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you know, at the beginning, I'm looking at her and I'm like, you know what? Her face isn't really right. Her body shape isn't right. It just, you know, it didn't. it didn't seem like the right person to play the part to me. And then by the end, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Golda. Well, I just it just kind of grew on me because she was really very good at all the rest of it. Well, see, that's the thing. Yeah. Golda Meir had a very particular, bizarre accent. Yes. Because she was born in Ukraine where, I mean, they left Ukraine when she was like 15 minutes old. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before she was one. To the U.S. To Milwaukee, yeah. which is where she was raised. So if anything, she's got this kind of Midwestern thing. Right, exactly. Then she moved to Israel, and her Hebrew is pretty weird, too. Yeah. You know, she's got like an American inflected, and her Hebrew was weak. It was never like Mo- she. Make... Most Americans is really pretty bad. If you... they're Hebrew, yeah, yeah, it's true, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, she only spoke five languages. I don't know why she couldn't get it together. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, I know. Come on, really, Golda. But she, so she would misspell stuff. And she would say she was much less eloquent than she was in her native language, Mm -hmm. English. Right. She spoke Yiddish, English, Ukrainian, Hebrew, and I don't know, something else I'm missing. Um, So anyhow, a very particular weird accent. Yeah. And... A weird particular cadence. She nailed it. Yeah, I thought she did so really well. I heard I heard Golda when I was hearing, you know, Helen really, really nailed that. Mm-hmm. And as far as her movement, 
the way she walked. Right. That was very, yep. It was. I mean, right I remember on. her from when I was a kid. She was a big deal when I was a kid. So. Well, yeah. I saw her on the news a lot. She was a big deal, big deal. And I was, in fact, uh, apparently from the time I was a baby, I was addicted to the news. If I was uh, crying, Walter Cronkite would shut me up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. His would voice. Would he just put his hand They would the turn the TV and on him? and Walter would be on and I would just stop. Well, that's something you and I have in common. Yeah, that is true. We do have Walter Cronkite Walter in Cronkite. I was, I think, six months old. My mother was taking me somewhere on a plane, running away. Um, and Walter Cronkite was at the same gate waiting for the same plane. And he looked at me and said, Oh, that is the cutest baby. And um, that's Isn't that nice? how it all began there you go the Anne levine story that's right when i've been doing jan it's hard for me to like hard not to do jan i understand it's hard yeah. for me and you know what people uh are gonna have to one day hear the actual jan to know really how close you are yeah You're pretty close well yeah i don't know someday someday yeah yeah um, I, I, I don't know when exactly that might be, Yeah. Well. but anyway, um, when I tell you that I am so obsessed and here we go again, I want to buy her Mickey Mouse sweatshirts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So bad. And she can tell, she can tell because she told me two years ago that she was really into skulls. I see. Oh, yeah, okay. Now, yeah, let me just tell you, if you're picturing Golda Meir, yeah. right? No. Right. Yeah, for this 90-year-old woman, no. No. Mm -mm. She wanted the Betsy Johnson leggings with skulls. With skulls, right on. And she passed them by. She's still upset about it. Oh, she'd love that Alexander McQueen. Which is why yeah. I immediately went online, went to Neiman's, and ordered her an Alexander McQueen scarf. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Because that is a hella cool scarf. Well, it's funny because she had a thing with that. She said um, that her son-in-law at one point said, what about this thing with the skulls? What is this? You need this. And she said, oh, my God. Anne Levine gave me that. Don't you dare give that to me now. So anyhow, um, she's into the skulls. Now, why are we talking about that? Golda Meir. Yeah. Well. Um, so here's the thing about the film that was problematic for me. Okay. It might not be for someone that doesn't know more about history and more about her and the Yom Kippur War and blah, 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 blah. There was so much left out of this film. 
that I thought was incredibly important. The fact that she was raised in Milwaukee, yeah, it's that not she even, was American. Not even mentioned once. Yeah. Never mentioned. Yeah. Um, also, Golda Meir was stunningly beautiful as a teenager and in her 20s, and she was chased down by a lot of the boys. So, um, yeah. Well, no, that was like a part of her, part of her character, her family, her, her relationships with people mm-hmm. were very colored by that. Yeah. It, yeah. I, inf- I understand. It infuriated her that it was her physical looks. I, yeah, I also get that. And not her brains, which is what she prized about herself. Yeah, uh, anyway. no, you know that also uh, a recurring uh, thought in Helen Mirren herself. Yes, who you know is like who you know the early part of her career was, um, you know, a topless a lot because it was required, but uh, and because she would do it, but uh, she hated it. Yep. And, um, and you know, did it as little as possible after after she was a, a young woman. I used to watch her a long time ago on, uh, oh, there's a PBS special, some kind of, uh, she was a cop. Uh-huh. That's a... F- Okay, I got uh, I got something else. Whatever you want. Here's, here's a good one. Well, you know, I saw something the other day which was kind of disturbing. I saw an advertisement uh, online for a uh, $10,000 bill uh, with the photograph of uh, the former president of the United States on it. The he's orange one. The orange guy. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to sell these things to people to make some kind of money. And obviously some of them might even think it's real. Um, he's done things like that before. However, let's talk about this actual $10,000 bill. Okay. okay. A uh, $10,000 bill. Printed in 1934, Federal Reserve note printed in Boston. Okay. With a serial number of A185A. Anyway, $10,000 sold recently at auction for guess how much? Oh my God, I don't know. How recently? Uh, Well, in the past month, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, Heritage hmm. Auctions sold it. Um, 
It bears the face of the Treasury, Salmon P. Chase. Oh, it's, my God. Uh, one of the highest quality examples known to still exist. Uh, it was never circulated and given a rating of exceptional paper quality by Paper Money Guarantee. So this is actually, you know, this is an exceptional thing, right? Right. Um, and it is tied for the highest graded uh, bill ever um, by PMG. Anyway. PMG? So, yeah, well, it's the people who... The one that we had lunch with yesterday? Uh, no. This That's is pretty a, funny. This is uh, people that uh, guarantee these right. things. Anyway. Uh, the U.S. discontinued all denominations over $500 in 1969 due to low usage. And $10,000 bills were only ever used to transfer money between Federal Reserve banks. Uh-huh. So they never really got out in general circulation. So this one sold to a private collector for $480,000. Are you kidding? No. I'm not actually kidding. Now, where do we find some of these? Well, uh, that's a very Do they good have question. them on that's eBay? A, maybe. Yeah, you might have to look around. But, it's frustrating. Uh, yeah, how about that? That's frustrating as hell. $10,000 bill for $480,000. That's all it's going to cost you. Wow. Pretty yeah. insane, don't you think? Well, it's, uh, everything is insane. I mean, I... Um, yeah. I put... Um, you do? <laughs> I'm thinking about... Things that you put somewhere. Exactly. Now, mm -hmm. guess what I put. Uh, well, I was I trying to. I was trying to think of uh, you what you put, it. but uh, you can do it. You know me well okay, enough. Okay, a pot of baked beans. That's yes. Gonna... Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, where did you put it? That's the question. Next to the brown bread. See. Now, if you're from here, you know what I'm talking That's about. Exactly right. Yeah. If you're not. You're clueless. And I love me some brown bread. Oh, <gasps> That's too. all I'm going to say right I there. I love me some, too. Yeah. It is some good, good stuff. It is some delicious stuff. Okay, I got one more story. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know, then you're going to have to figure out what else to do. <laughs> um, this is from That's Gainesville, nice. Florida. Oh. Okay. One of my favorite stops. One of the beautiful places, yeah. A 10-year-old Florida boy... And his 11-year-old sister, who were running away um, to California, apparently. Why? Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe they didn't, uh, they didn't like their life at home or something okay. like that. Yeah. Wait, tell me the ages again. Uh, 10, 10 and, and 11. Jesus. Okay. Running away from home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they they had a... They had, I guess, a pretty good idea. Let's see what you think. They took their mom's car. <laughs> uh, 
and they drove 200 <laughs> miles before they were stopped by the cops. I can't with this. Are you freaking kidding me? I am not. Now, when did this happen? This happened uh, the 22nd. The 22nd? No, 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 no. Last, last Thursday. It happened last Thursday. So. Wow. Yep. And uh, so the Alachua County Sheriff's Office said deputies spotted the sedan on Interstate 75, which we know pretty well. Yep. Near Gainesville in North Florida, just before 4 a.m. on Thursday, the children's mother had reported it stolen and her children missing four hours earlier in Northport City in Southwest Florida. We know also where Northport is. Uh, the deputies, thinking that they were dealing with car thieves, drew their guns. Oh. <gasps> And order those inside the car to step out. Oh, my God. So what did they do when these two little children got out of the car? Or did the children try to meet fire with fire? Well, the mother refused to press charges. Well, I hope so. So the kids were released to her. Baruch Hashem. And they're not releasing the names of any of the people, so... Anyway, that's that story. That's exciting, isn't it? Well, can you imagine for one second what would you do? Oh Lord, I I uh What would oof. you do? I wanna know how the parents found out. Mm, yeah. You know, that they the kids had stolen the car and that they were driving it. Right. Well, I don't think mom knew. She just said the car was stolen and her kids are gone, too. So maybe right. she thought they were kidnapped. Right. I mean, I would yeah. never assume that my kids had just No, that driven my 10 11-year-old kids had driven 200 miles because they're like going to California to get away from you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were happy. Maybe they're like, oh, damn it. Now we have to call the police. Right. We'll oh, look terrible. Man. That is funny. Yeah. AF. Well, and I mean, know, 200 miles. That That's crazy. On the freeway. And that is a big freeway. 75. Which one was driving, I wonder? I, it didn't say. Yeah. Uh, was the, who's older, the girl or the boy? The girl is older. I'm somehow picturing that girl behind the wheel. Could could very well be, yeah. Oh, my God. What a thing. Yep. Yeah. That scares me. That's like, you know, why it's frightening to be a person. Mm-hmm. Well, it's certainly why it's one of the reasons why it's frightening to be a parent. Yeah, but I mean. Lord. Yeah, but stuff happens like. Just people do crazy stuff. Yep. Yeah. Crazy horseradish. That's right. All the time. All the time. What's his name, please? Who? Horseradish. Dirty Barnacles. What's his Uh, name? Who said that? I don't remember. Seriously? Gary Delaney. The guy on TV that you watch? Yeah. With the long hair? Oh, yeah, that was uh, Moist Critical. Okay. Michael has turned me a tiny bit into a YouTube watcher. Yeah. So there's this guy, 
Moist Critical. And I highly recommend that you check him out. And the other problem that I have now uh-huh. is Charlotte Dobray. Charlotte Dobray, yeah. Now, she does... Um, she does reaction videos to like uh, videos or uh, Reddit comments or, or Reddit posts or stuff like that. Yeah, right. And so it's she's I don't know what to say about any of this. She's pretty funny. She's you know fairly mainstream. It's it's fun stuff. Yeah. No, I mean she deals a lot with Karens and a lot of Karens. Yeah. Bridezillas. Right. That, all I mean, that kind of I stuff. I have to admit, you know, it's some voyeurism. However, it's kind of great. Oh. Here's one I haven't heard in a million years. Well, you know, uh, uh, Yom Kippur. Yeah, so, it's it's actually it's over now. But I mean, we yeah. just we just went through it, so figured it's a little well. You know, thank you, reminder um, maybe because I was going to to mention Yom Kippur. Uh, this has been such a weird, weird summer and autumn. And there's been a lot of, I don't know, it's been hard. Let's just put it that way. And to all of my friends and family, to all of our listeners, may you be inscribed for a good year. Gmar Khatima Tova. And it's getting more and more absurd It's sad, so sad sad. Why can't we talk it over? Oh, it seems to me That siren seems to be the hardest word Seems to be the hardest word. What do I-